Welcome to Abdel Karim and Hamida Talks, a podcast that gives you the perspective of a Muslim couple on matters regarding relationships, life struggles, and higher values. Episode 12 is part three of our series on marriage. In this episode, we address the first domain of married life, our past, and how it plays a role in our current relationships. We talk about our expectations for marriage and how they are linked to the childhood environment that we grew up in. We also discuss how attachment theory can help us understand those dynamics that shape our adult life, especially when it comes to our married life. We review the four attachment patterns that researchers has pointed to and hopefully become clearer about our own either flexible or inhibitory behavior patterns and our acquired coping mechanisms when we face challenges or become insecure in our love life. Stay tuned. Welcome back everyone to Abd Karim and Hamida Talks. My name is surprise, surprise, Abd Karim. Uh, welcome back. My name is Hamida. And uh, today we are going ahead with the first uh, episode or we had actually two introductor, introductory episodes to this series about marriage mm-hmm. and uh, and today we will be launching the, the first let's call it domain mm-hmm. or area we'll be discussing and this is the area about our upbringing our uh, the ins- influences we had through our early childhood and yeah. uh, our uh, you know, adolescence and early yeah, adulthood basically up, un- up until now. So it's like uh, looking back to uh, understand how we function in a couple, in a marriage, mm, and hopefully to use this insight and this this uh, knowledge. And this is not like a one-time thing, but it's more a a way of thinking it's a it's some uh, you know like a method of operating and um, let's call it um, striving to better yourself generally but especially now when we are talking about marriage mm. so so we will be looking back um, and this and we will uh, split this up into two areas the one we would uh, we called it internal so it's like in the family uh, parent child relationship and so on mm. uh, our our internalized teaching uh, when we saw a marriage or a couple from the inside or maybe not a couple maybe two mm. you know parents separately as it is in my example for example mm. because my parents were divorced when i was quite young but uh, so this is the let's call it the internal uh, uh, dimensions of our the direct influence on exactly on the way we were brought up and yeah. this is this is going to be a lot of psychology so we are in your domain primarily mm. uh, and then the second part will be uh, society at large culture popular culture movies music mm. you name it yeah how this is more I- indirectly influencing us and the way we are shaped or what ideals we have when it comes to love, to love, to marriage, to mm-hmm. couples, and so on, and that yeah. will be more sociological. So we are 
in my domain yeah, we'll uh, next to time. Yeah, we'll try to cover, cover uh, both. as much as possible exactly. about how to uh, actually, you know, become a little bit more wiser and, and aware of how it is that we are formed as as uh, people, as human mm. beings. How, what kind of tools do we have? Uh, the baggage that we uh, brought along mm. to this relationship. Mm. So yeah, mm. that, that will be. Uh, so um, that will exciting. be like in two, two, uh, two. Uh, it's going to be two sessions at least. Yeah. Because, uh, well, let's see. Or, or two conversations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well, uh, we, we have a lot of ground to cover, actually. Yes. So we'll just head straight into it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so I will be, you know, asking you some questions, mm -hmm. so we stay on course. Yeah. Uh, and don't delve too much into the theory. That would be very helpful. Um, yes, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So no, my was seriously, you, we, we made it this uh, way last when we recorded the Danish mm -hmm. and I really felt that, that, that um, um, I, I, I like the output much more than I would usually, usually like because um, I tend to get uh, completely entangled in, mm -hmm. uh, in the, you know, the, 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 the terms and um, yeah, the details the and, uh, and, the and all the of the details, and I think exactly. it's all all of it is relevant because, of course, it's it's what my field. So mm. I think um, oftentimes I I lose sight of what really matters in mm. this in this case. So yeah, it was quite helpful last time. So uh, I think we should um, repeat the success this yes. time. Mm. Hopefully, mm. it will be a good outcome. So my first question is, why should we? Should we uh, exert energy and take time where all of us are busy and especially when we are in a couple, oftentimes we have a lot of things to take care of, especially if we have children and mm. so on, then many times you don't even have time just to, to, to uh, nourish, you know, like mm. the, the, the couple's <coughs> dimension, like taking time out mm. and... and uh, and uh, having some quality time together, like mm. going on a date or yeah. going walking, it's like uh, the time is a uh, is a uh, rare commodity. Yeah. Uh, and and this uh, this thing with going into the past is isn't like well we just take one hour and then it's done. Mm. Now we know what we need to know about our past it's mm. like it's an endeavor that takes years mm. to 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 get wiser about your upbringing your mm. past your tendencies your yeah, you always revisit and 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 actually discover new things and yes. new aspects and new um, perspectives and, and so on so i think that uh, well to your question i think um as you said <laughs> one of the greatest challenges that couples have mm. have are time mm. um especially when there there are kids in in uh, in play mm. um we all uh, we have jobs we have a uh, home to take care of we have uh, uh, family uh, parents maybe and we have friendships and we have goals and dreams and, and a, l a lot of things that we want to do mm. um so it's so easy to just bypass this aspect of um, it's not urgent as such no you know. it's not mm. not necessarily urgent mm. but i think uh, one 
there's two two points in this one of them is when when you um, if you go through your life and now generally speaking not necessarily in a marriage if you go through life uh, in this manner mm. not really um, paying any attention to your own history mm. uh, at some point it will catch up on you because mm. um, uh, none of us uh, can actually be in this world without having a past mm. and and being able to to know your past and to be confidential with it and to actually even if you had a, a, a fairly, you know, um, let's let's say, undramatic or very uh, peaceful, peaceful and, harmonic and, 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 and harmonious and mm. maybe even boring <laughs> upbringing or or uh, you know just common, very mm. ordinary upbringing, mm. uh, you have to have some kind of story mm. uh, with you that exactly. actually makes up who you are as a, as a person mm. um, that defines you that um, it's it's why we we put so much uh, value into to history into um, to origin and, and and a lot of these concepts that are important for us to actually figure out who we are mm. um, so that's one aspect of it the other aspect is when you if you ignore these uh, like issues that might uh, be brought up to you uh, uh, in in the daily life, like problems, especially um, problems. They mm. bring up all these um, uh, the necessity for for looking back uh, because mm. oftentimes when we, uh, we when we stumble upon problems, when we have these problems, our we get stressed. Mm. And the way we react when we are stressed is highly tied to how it is that we have learned to cope with difficult mm. situations in our lives. And that, that all uh, can be traced back to, to the way we were formed as, mm. as children and the way we were brought up uh, by the values that were in the society, but also the values in the family and the interaction uh, with the family, their accessibility of your parents, how much um, were they there for you mm. and, and how did they help you and in coping with the feelings and and uh, uh, disappointments and, and just general issues, maybe even d uh, diseases or, um, you know, life circumstances mm. that are a, a part of life in yes. everybody's life. So, um, yeah. Uh, I I don't know if this answers your question. Um, yes. So so mm? <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To quote, uh, what was the name? Anyway. anyway yeah. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is, um, so so you're speaking about the general aspect of like investing in your own past. Yeah. As an as, time, a, yeah. as a general investment, mm -hmm. because it's part of understanding who you are. Yeah. Well, but I, more you can you can you can actually compare it to to exercise. You you are fine mm. now if you don't exercise. You can eat all the junk food you want, and mm. when you're young, it doesn't affect you that much. You can uh, you know just um, be like very negle negligent of your health. Mm. But the older you get, the mm. more effect. It is that you uh, you can see that that the the previous lifestyle mm. that you had is not good for you. You mm. get you tend to get sicker. You tend to get low energy. You tend even maybe to get diseases and and so on. Mm. So it's it's like uh, keeping up uh, a healthy 
um, psyche, Mm. Is, uh, is it's quite important to tend to it and, and not just you know focus on uh, on uh, uh, you know what you want and, and yeah here and now uh, like and, and now uh, like immediate satisfaction satisfaction but but you mentioned uh, healthy psyche mm. so could I understand that as if reversed you know meaning that if you don't invest in understanding your past mm. and how you're shaped by your past it's going to be difficult to be strong uh, in your psyche well yeah that's one part of it but also the part that uh, might be relevant to our you know discussion dis- about, discussion uh, about couples marriage. It's, it's the relational aspect because mm. the way that we are with other people uh, is completely uh, affected by how we were uh, raised about mm. the relationships that we had to our own parents. Mm. Uh, so now we're talking about marriage. That's the subject of, uh, yes. of this series. So yes. so when you uh, when you have like when you um, uh, you know try to to understand your own relational patterns mm. uh, you are much more likely to uh, to have uh, more satisfying relationships uh, okay. with your children with your spouse and, and so on okay mm? could you could you because now you mentioned the parents and mm. like this vital role that it plays the relationship between the parent and the child yeah uh, or the caretaker and the child yeah uh, so so how how long uh do we have to go back yeah. is it from the the beginning uh, i know you've worked a lot with this uh, especially with the attachment theory this mm. uh, psychological branch of de- yeah, dev- what is called development psychology developmental psychology, developmental yeah. how so it is that we develop as people and how it is that we become Person's so do we have when we are talking about marriage and and you know this kind of relationship? Do we have to go all the way back to our, you know? Well, it's uh, it's not a question about how much how um, long you have to go back. It's mm. the question of what affected you. What what mm. do you have like what what are the important events in your life? Mm. Uh, and and how what's your like uh, the story that you have about the the, the past, uh, mm. your childhood, your relationships with your parents, how did they bring you up and how secure did you feel in your relationships? Mm. How uh, was the bond strong? What, did you feel like you could never live up to your parents' expectations? Mm. And, and how did it come about? And what m- made you feel like that? And, and could it, you know, just bring uh, bring in the perspectives and, and um, uh, trying to, to, to uh, uh, remember and, and, and look back at your story? But <coughs> I think to your question about this, uh, I think one of the the main points about uh, relationships when it comes to both parent and child, but also in in a marriage, is this um, constant uh, some sort of conflict that we have inside of us, all of us, because we have two competing uh, needs. Mm. Each each individual has these two basic uh, psychological needs and one of them is the need for belonging and being part of a family 
and being loved and being connected. Exactly. Mm. And the other part is our need to be autonomous and uh, to keep our integrity and to kind of ha have a strong sense of our uh, self mm. uh, as separate from, from all uh, or not separate uh, by default, but just, you know, the sense that you are you uh, mm. and, and that you, your integrity is, uh, is, uh, is intact. Is intact. So, exactly. so you can stand your ground in a relationship or in any exactly you the know, problem the problem occurs when when these uh, these two um, needs mm. uh, conflict mm. uh, and the, the I think if you could sum this up this whole project mm. you could sum it up as like when you uh, achieve harmony between these two needs mm. uh, I think in my in my opinion that's called maturity that's mm. when you 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 acknowledge both sides of you mm. that you are able to stay connected and close and dependent and and together with with your loved ones, but at the same time having a strong sense of of, of integrity and and selfhood mm. and uh, uh, yeah. So these two um, yeah, I think basically you could sum it up in this uh, in this um, theme that we have uh, throughout uh, our lives. Mm. From we are small children to when we grow up and uh, grow up and, uh, and become adult uh, adolescent and and later on when we form uh, our own uh, couple uh, you know marriage or, or that kind family of and, and so family on. And but but how is yeah. this this balance that I understand from what you're saying that it, this mm. it's a vital uh, part of uh, generally as. As being f human. Uh, as being yeah. human, yeah. but especially in a relationship, because yeah. in a relationship you have to, and especially in a, in a, in a couple, yeah. uh, because you can have a relationship with your parents or your siblings or your friends, and, but it's, it's like you can always, uh, or not always, but you can always like turn it up and turn it down and say, okay, well, I don't want to you know, I, I can't like give this that much, mm. you know, uh, I'm too invested over here. Mm. And, but, but in a couple, mm. you have to invest a lot. Mm. And, and, the, and it's like, uh, it's like uh, if you don't invest the right amount, mm. then the, the couple will uh, eventually suffer, mm. you know, or, or weaken well, and, and so on. So, yeah. so the, it's, it's, uh, we can get into this in, in more in depth, but I think there's a paradox also here because when we, th if we take this in a shallow manner, we mm. can say, oh, okay, so uh, it's a problem in a couple when uh, when uh, one of one or the other is like more focused on integrity. But th the the paradox here is th the more the stronger the person is in their uh, integrity, the more they will give. To the to the to uh, the couple to the couple exactly. They, the but more it's a they healthy are integrity. So it's not like selfishness and exactly. And, and, and you, you can know. say the opposite. The more that you give, like without regard for your own uh, uh, mm. integrity, the more uh, the more the weak uh, the, uh, so the, the weaker the, the relationship will yeah, get. Yeah, even though it, it seems contradictory. Yeah, it's it's but it's like, like you are giving what shouldn't be to the couple. It should yeah. be to yourself. And then in order for you to be in the couple as a as a strong uh, supportive and and, uh, yeah, and uh, as a, a, a create the balance exactly the and loving person and caring you have to have this 
it has to go the other way. Mm. But, the, but the thing is that we, now we can go into this um, attachment theory that we um, discussed earlier. Mm. Uh, the idea here is that everything starts in, because uh, of course when a baby is born, and the, the mother and the baby are completely um, like in this uh, intimate uh, dyad that they are like. Intimate what? Dyad, I think dyad. it's called. Ah, it's a like duel. two, duel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there are two. Yeah. It's like and the baby symbio is. Uh, Symbiosis, whatever. Well, I mean, I, this word symbiosis uh, is uh, like, yeah, it, it can, it's it's kind of symbiosis in the in the beginning. It, it's the, the idea is that they, the baby is completely dependent upon the mother. Uh, and the mother is also there completely for for the child in in all their needs, mm. and and there the there's some kind of security in in um, a secure attachment is formed, mm. and and that's like the basis for uh, for the selfhood to actually emerge from this relationship. Mm. The, the selfhood of the baby is is only possible when uh, the, the the attachment to the parent is secure. Does so it make sense? Yes, but yeah. but you use the word attachment here. Yeah. Uh, you know, before I knew about attachment theory, mm. attachment for me was like something hanging. Yeah. It's attached to the car. It's yeah. attached to the, you know, to the the belt or something. Yeah. So when you use the, you say the, the attachment. Mm. So could you say a little bit what is it that you mean exactly yeah. about the well, attachment? It's a theory that began in the fifties um, and. Uh, and has a lot of um, branches, uh, branches and, and so on and is but inspired. But it's a very strong uh, yeah, and it's theory. Inspired, inspired by evolutionary theory and, mm. and also by psychoanalysis and, and many different kinds of, of uh, thinking, psychological mm. thinking at that time. But it has evolved uh, a lot since mm. then and it has really spread uh, its wings and it, it has... Um, uh, a lot of grounding and mm. a lot of research behind it so it's a strong theory mm. uh, on how it is that that uh, the, the 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 child is brought up and how it is formed the the, the uh, psychology of uh, of children and the, the, their development so mm. it's a big branch in in the development de developmental psych psychology mm. uh, the the main idea is that um the child is born like completely dependent on their parents mm. so they 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 have this uh, inherent um, system that kicks in as soon as they are born mm. and, uh, and that uh, system uh, is uh, triggering another system in, in the in the parents that are the caring system ah, okay, uh, yeah. and so, it's like so yeah it's like um, it's it's like uh, two systems that that cooperate together mm. and uh, and this attachment system that the child has it it uh, motivates the child uh, to seek um, to seek signal out their their needs mm. for their parents by crying by uh, how to, yeah. Bab babble. Yeah, well, um, many anyway. different <laughs> uh, anyway. kinds of signals that, so that the communi child communicating. Uh, yeah, with communicating with signals. We all know that. Uh, many it's of like us know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, of course, the more small it is, the yeah, the, the more the um, uh, so the more. Um, uh, it's. Um, um, 
well, uh, they don't have that many ways of communicating yeah. other than yeah. crying. Crying maybe or, you know, just making small sounds and, mm. and c trying to communicate their their needs for yeah, their right parents. Yeah. Uh, and, and the parents, of course, are absolutely attuned. Mm. Um, if they are okay. Yeah, generally speaking. Mm. Now we speak generally, generally speaking, yeah, yes. because mm. we are trying to explain the, the general, the, yeah, the general idea of mm. attachment theory. So generally speaking, parents are quite highly attuned to the mm. baby's smallest needs, exactly. and they they somehow figure out mm. uh, either like intuitive. by intuitively mm. or because they have uh, seen it, and maybe also it's kind of like a bodily knowledge that they have because. They have experienced this uh, themselves, uh, themselves when they're, but it's, a, it's that's why we call it a system because uh, it kicks uh, in. Yeah, uh, it kicks in. It's automatic. Uh, it's kind uh, of it's automatic. A, we we experience it as automatic. I I, I remember I was so impressed. Uh, I don't remember if it was our first child or second, but you you were like breastfeeding them in the night while you were almost sleeping. It was like <laughs> they started crying. You just took them and then you laid down and they were breastfeeding. And it Did was I like I, don't, I, th I thought it was kind of uh, difficult in the beginning with breastfeeding, but yeah, I. It was like I, yeah. I thought this is like. Yeah, I didn't. It there there wasn't like a lot of an analysis to it. it yeah, was it was like, like very uh, intuitive. Yeah, like almost when you see, uh, you know, the the mothers uh, with the cobblings in the nature. That yeah. it's just you know, and then the c they come and they. Mm. Yeah, also, the child has this uh, like inherent. N way, no knowledge of how to suckle. Mm. That's also part of the system uh, of attachment. They are the physical system mm. in general that they they are born and, and actually know how to swallow and mm. to suckle. So that's also, even though they have never tried it before exactly. in their in the, womb. In the belly. Yeah. Belly. So there yeah. are a lot of fascinating things mm. about the, the studying children when they're just uh, born because they are so competent in so many, on so many levels. Um, so we have these systems so, that trigger. So, so two yeah. systems. The one is the the one uh, dependency, uh, full dependency from the child. You mm. know, it it needs the not just the physical needs, food also, and shelter yeah. and and but also the the, the psychological needs yeah. with communication and yeah. so on. and the and the and the rest retrospective reciprocity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it called when it's the reciprocal blah, blah, blah. anyway yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but, um so and the, the 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 back the the reverse is automatically um let's call it initiated in the parent mm. uh, or I it's in the mother yeah because she's the primary caretaker mm. uh, at least in the in the very uh, beginning mm. uh, so it's like like you said, the, the alertness and of course the physical. You mm. have the, the milk and uh, yeah. all of that. So so it's these systems or yeah, they or kick in needs. Yeah, and and they are just uh, yeah. That's so that's the basic um, idea. I, I, I actually I just uh, remembered uh, BBC once made a made a uh, a documentary mm. a, a documentary about uh, you know difference in the genders yeah and it was so funny one part of the the experiment was that you put uh, like t uh, men in a room with a small child mm. uh, it's crying you know lying in a and most of the men like they they look and then 
I think one out of ten or something took the child up. Picked it up. Yeah, uh, yeah picked it up. Mm -hmm. But all the women, as soon as it, many of them didn't even wait until the the child started crying. There was the, like, oh, and mm. they took it. But a lot of the guys, they were like, and it was crying, and they were like, okay. <laughs> they didn't know what to. Uh, someone, there's a child here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was. Yeah, uh, that's, that's you know the like, yeah. about uh, when we're talking about these systems or needs yeah. ingrained in us. Yeah. So. Anyway, well, it's controversial uh, actually today to to even mention these these kind of studies because they they allude to there being something inherently different with the yeah, between yeah. men and women. But and I don't think we and it doesn't fly well <laughs> in our times. Well, uh, here in Scandinavia, maybe it's <laughs> yeah, even it's more. Yeah, you it's know, even more uh, egalitarian. Exactly, um, but I think in our podcast we are quite clear that we have uh, our views about differences between the genders and yeah. the we can we can also yeah, we we're going to get yeah, into we it we have this uh, planned uh, as we mentioned last uh, in last the introductory yeah, that we know, have in talking about masculinity and femininity yeah exactly yes so so yeah. so that's uh, general about the the attachment theory yeah and i know that you would like to briefly mention these I'll elaborate a little bit on it because i think um this you know i probably missed a lot of information yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but hopefully we'll get to it uh, sooner or later that's the, the the advantage i think with podcasts that you can uh, always you can go back, go and back oh, and oh actually last time i forgot to mention this mm -hmm. and this so you're welcome to um, comment on it if you feel like there's something lacking mm -hmm. um so that we can get back to it so basically i just wanted to elaborate on this attachment theory because as we all know we mm. are uh, pe people are different mm. and especially when we are in relationships we react differently to mm. to one so another different. so if we go back to the these basic um, needs that we have as human beings the need for for being together and uh, and the need for for integrity uh, these two autonomy, need autonomy. Mm. Uh, these two needs uh, play themselves out differently in in a, in a marriage mm. set. Uh, oftentimes, I think, uh, th that's my experience at least, that most couples, and we can see it in our own uh, relationship between mm. you and I, that we, uh, that we have uh, this dynamic between us as mm. well, that, that one part is seeking more mm. autonomy and the other part is seeking more uh, like intimacy or mm. uh, togetherness or mm. something. And uh, and oftentimes this it's skewed because we have this baggage with us, mm. and it and it's like it gets um, reinforced in a marriage because we we unconsciously rip up in old in old wounds that mm. we w never have really dealt with, and that goes back to the per the point that we made in the beginning of this uh, episode that why it is important to. True to dig to in dig your own in, uh, the, in, in your past. own history and to try to, to understand the way that you were brought up and how it uh, affected the way that you perceive relationships and what to expect from them and, mm. uh, and how you engage and so in a relationship yeah and how mm. you engage in it how you solve problems consciously and disagreements and unconsciously and both so. consciously and unconsciously mm. yeah so um Maybe we could just go into the 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 science behind the um, yes yeah the science the science that sounded like you said the science 
the signs. The no, science. not the sign. So the science. The science mm. <laughs> of uh, attachment theory. So last when we uh, recorded the Danish uh, mm. episode, the equivalent uh, Danish episode, we um, we used this experiment that's called the strange situation to mm. illuminate what kinds of um, patterns that that are observed in in people. Um, so I think yeah, patterns or styles exactly attachment attachment patterns and we are discussing these different styles of attachment mm -hmm. so that we can use it like to understand our let's call it uh, uh, not maybe not attachment but our uh, strategies tendencies, or tendencies yeah. in our marriage yeah exactly mm -hmm. in, in, in the couple mm -hmm. dynamics Mm. Okay. So basically, uh, it's th there's, as we mentioned, a lot of the science behind this theory, and it has been conducted of uh, many experiments and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, questionnaires, and uh, so it's backed up by uh, by a, a lot, lot of, of data, uh, of literature and, 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 literature and, and, and data, research yeah. data. And so to just sum it up, uh, one of the more you know popular or you know known <coughs> experiments is called the strange situation, where mm. um, we uh, where they the idea is that uh, you bring a mother and a child, the child being maybe twelve or eighteen months between uh, one year and a one year and a half, mm. into a a room full mm. of toys and uh, it's a cozy room and they're sitting there and they're playing and the child is, is um, playing with with the toys and the, the idea is to um, for the mother to uh, go outside this room leaving the child behind mm. uh, for a short period of time and then coming back uh, mm. and, and, and the child's reaction to this separation is recorded mm. and um, uh, depending on the child's way of reacting to the mother being taken or going away from it mm. being separated from it uh, are you know categorized into four different kinds of, of behaviors mm. um, so the first let, let's just uh, talk uh, about the first pattern that could that you mention all four yeah the four Patterns are uh, the secure attached the children, sec the, the, the secure, secure attachment, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and the um, I think it's called avoidant. Mm. They call them two different names when uh, when it's a child and when it's an adult that that exhibits the same pattern. But let's just call it avoidant. I can't remember mm. the exact um, phrase for it. Mm -hmm. Avoidant attachment. Um, uh, preoccupied or uh, anxiety um, anxious 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 that's the word anxious anxious attachment mm -hmm. that's the third one and the fourth one is a disorganized attachment so the third one is it also the one called ambivalent or yeah ambivalent uh, okay. call it in, in Danish ambivalent yeah it's the one called anxious yeah exactly yeah okay there are many kinds of words so describing the, second the same. The second, second one was dis dismissive or ah, dismissive, or, dismissive or, avoidant. or avoidant. Yeah. And of course, people can because a lot of these experiments are also online. You yeah, can you go can on YouTube and, exactly. and, and you write this. Uh, this what the strange attachment theory or attachment styles. Yeah, but the I strange I situation. Strange situation. It's Is called it the strange strange yeah, situation. Because I've, yeah, so you can I've seen some videos. Yeah. Of it. 
mm. where you see how the children react. Exactly. So the first uh, ch category, the mm. attached uh, children, they react as... Uh, so it's the secure. The secure children, mm. the securely attached children. Mm. They, uh, of course, react when the mother, um, when they're in the room, they're playing with the mm. toys. And as soon as the mother goes, they start crying, of course, and they, you know, reach out for her mm. and as soon as she comes back they go over and and get comforted and mm. the mother is comforting the this child and it, it doesn't take long before the child um, uh, quiets down quiets or down or and it, gets secure, secure again, again mm. and then get again goes out and exploring the room with the mm. toys and, and playing and, and having interaction with their parent so that's the first category mm. and then the second and this category you would say this is the ideal or this is well this is the, the that's wha wha what we're going to discuss it's it's found that these children are uh, har have the most robust uh, development they that they are more uh, they develop more healthy uh, mm. psychologically and in in all different kinds of manners that this uh, attachment style is the the most healthy style for for children yeah uh, but and and you would say this comes from this balance that the, the, the parent has, uh, like meeting all the needs yeah. of the child. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll go much more in detail about, about what really happens in these uh, relationships because, mm. of course, we're all interested in, 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 in developing ourselves as best as possible mm. and, most, and experiencing love and, and, and uh, togetherness, but also integrity. So this, this balance, this mm. um, uh, attachment uh, style is, is the one that, that uh, promotes these qualities uh, within the child best. Mm. And we can go a lot more into it, and uh, not. I don't think we'll uh, do it this episode. Maybe next episode when we'll talk about mentalizing. Uh, it's a theory also derived from attachment theory that mm. explains what happens in the relationship between the child and the mother mm. uh, or the parent. What What is it that makes uh, for these robust, resilient children to grow up and, and have a strong sense of self and and being also able to connect and bond with other people and are trusting and so on. Mm. All these qualities that we would like to have ourselves, mm. but also How would like to, to give, give to our, our children. children. So mm. mentalizing is a key concept in this uh, area and we'll dive much more into it uh, later. What happens exactly between... Um, yeah, the, but, but yeah, because the child and the parent. But but in brief, so the the first the secure yeah. attachment style mm -hmm. is caused or is uh, is preceded by a relationship between the child and the parent, mm -hmm. where the the parent is uh, meeting as much yeah. uh, as they can the needs yeah. in a balanced way of the child yeah. and and giving it the the, the security and the. Uh, the mirroring yeah, and, and all the of predictability these. and the child experiences over time when they have a lot of these experiences with their it's parents that mm. they are generally because of course no one is perfect mm. but uh, in general yeah, yes no, in they, general, they are actually loved there and are accept accepted and yeah actually there's a i've heard that there's um it has been measured approximately how much of the time that a parent has to be uh, responsive and, mm. and, and sensitive towards the child's needs. Mm. Uh, they, they estimate that approximately if, if a child, if a parent mm. accomplishes maybe 33% uh, of the time, 
to be that's quite responsive. Comforting. It, yeah, it's quite comforting for all for our, our parents. Our, yeah. our parents. 33 times uh, percent. percent of the time, if they if they uh, can manage that mm -hmm. amount of uh, of responsiveness and uh, and, uh, and sensitive sensitivity. Mm. Uh, actually, the child develops a secure attachment. Okay, that's so it's, quite there's a, a lot of buffer for, okay, uh, for parents to make. A, uh, yes, you really of have to. Of course, it makes sense. Uh, mm. yeah, I don't think no Allah one will make. Uh, now we bring Allah into the the discussion, the religion, but uh, spiritually thinking, I don't mm. think Allah will, you know, yeah, if it was create like this ninety percent. Yeah, it's this like very fragile system. Yes. that, that completely d depends on. Mm. It gives so much. Um, responsibility or, or exactly. some sense of, of pressure on parents to just be perfect because yes. we are not perfect and we have a lot of scars ourselves mm. and a lot of uh, difficulties and issues with our own personality that we have exactly. to work on so anyway. that's a very uh, important point in this aspect yes but maybe we can move on yeah, to yeah, the other uh, yes. styles so the avoidant or dismissive mm. uh, style attachment style it's it's organized uh, just as uh, uh, in the sense when we say organized it's like the the child actually feels secure mm -hmm. but it's not not it's not uh, sorry it's, it doesn't feel secure mm -hmm. it it accomplishes attachment mm -hmm. with the parent but it's in, uh, insecure okay so the w the way that it accomplishes attachment is by you know um developing some uh, strategies to stay connected with the parents. Mm. So the avoidant child, let's just maybe describe how they react in this uh, strange Experiment. situation. Mm. Uh, the, the mother and the child, of course, are in this room. They're mm. playing uh, with the toys and, and so on. But as soon as the mother leaves the, the room, mm. the child doesn't show a lot of affection or uh, uh, a lot of um, what do you call it, it it's it seems it's, like it's uh, it's, it's cool uh, and it's uh, together it's, it's, and it doesn't show emotions it doesn't show emotions it doesn't show like it's it's insecure it, it kind of like shuts down its emotions mm. uh, but I think I didn't mention in the Danish uh, when when actually these children's uh, heart rate and stress levels are mm. measured you can see that they spike up mm. uh, quite rapidly okay. This moment, so that the child does feel distressed, but it doesn't express the the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the distress. It, 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 uh, it keeps on playing uh, mm. with the toys, it and when the mother, yeah, its natural it, reaction, some kind of suppression, yeah, because mm. of course many of these um, reaction patterns are not uh, conscious. Mm. Uh, the child is still very small, so mm. it's not like it's consciously uh, choosing, but it has learned that this is the way that I can stay attached to my parents. Okay. Uh, when I don't so show emotions, my my parent is is uh, close to me that mm. I, I can get back to it. So, um, so that it's because it can be misunderstood when you see that that the child doesn't show any. Yeah, um, it seems uh, like a know, better, more behavior. maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. very. Uh, oh, it's well it's behaved. Very se secure uh, oh, it's, yeah. and it's a confident child yeah. or something you know we ha we can have these ideas of course yeah. we will come back to the ideology mm. or values that mm. are dominant in a society can also affect how we interpret these uh, kinds of exactly. uh, reactions so well, we can say oh this child is very um, dependent and very mature and but in reality it's 
it's like the, it's the, the only it's way the that they have learned uh, that they can stay attached to mm. their parents but it's, it, it's insecure we call it insecure uh, mm. attachment so when the mother come back it comes back it keeps playing it doesn't show any interest in the mother mm. as well so yeah that's that's so also one second one and and this is again briefly because mm. we might uh, go into it when we talk about mentalization yeah. with theory mm. and all but so this is generally caused by the parent uh, or the child learns that the, they can't stay attached if they show too much emotion yeah it's like the, it's not tolerated too much in if it's crying yeah, and, yeah. And, and screaming exactly it, it learns from the parents reaction that this is not tolerated yeah so it's that, they, that they can get a proximity to their parents when they don't show their feelings okay. that's how they uh, learn uh, over time when they have enough of these experiences of course as we sa said earlier it can happen in all different mm. circumstances for all families but the thing is that it has to be a reoccurring uh, mm. dominating way of, of uh, child and parent relationship mm. yeah and, I and can just give an example because this is uh, something I've heard in my own experience mm. in different circumstances I can I can remember growing up that you know, there was this idea that, uh, oh, you shouldn't pick up a child when they're yeah. crying because then they'll never learn to sleep mm. without you, uh, you know, uh, yeah, like, uh, uh, cradling them or, yeah. or in, the, in some sense always being there. So you have to l let them learn to mm. sleep by their, themselves and not always be attached to you. So uh, that's an uh, actually uh, an idea mm. that people have it's maybe well-intentioned but it's completely um, destructive actually for for the child uh, mm. that's what we learn from 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 this uh, theory at least that it, it disregards the child's needs mm. uh, especially in the first uh, 12 months uh, okay especially in the first 12 months of the child's life then then there is really not um, this idea about you know creating independence, uh, the independence in uh, in children, and they yeah. have to learn to cope by themselves is is actually um, uh, not very congruent with the science. Yeah, because I could imagine that uh, maybe parents who have children, because especially this uh, situation with the sleeping. Yeah pattern mm. is uh, when they get older like two and three yeah. and four well, that's then then yeah. then you have a lot of parents actually who are still and then maybe it becomes the opposite mm. they 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 don't leave the child uh, when it's crying mm. you know uh, and they are well, like these things have to be introduced uh, gradually and mm. so also uh, as um, but yeah but when now the child is ready we're talking yeah. about one year yeah we're talking we're talking about now uh, small children uh, yes. babies infants babies. infants, infants. Uh, okay. to be more exact yes. um so th they're not ready at all to be independent exactly. at that time they, they are too fragile too dependent on this relationship this diet that mm. we talked about between the mother and the child for them to even begin to uh, create uh, you know uh, have a sense of their own uh, self mm. so yeah, that's the, the second. Second. So yes. the third attachment. So the style. first was secure. The second was dismissive uh, or avoidant. Or avoidant. Yeah. And the, the third. Third is the uh, anxious or okay. preoccupied. We call it uh, also. I think. And and just a quick thing. Hopefully that 
so when we're talking about relationships uh, for couples mm. then the the this attachment style the the avoidant or the dismissive mm. is it like the classical one where where people suppress their feelings yeah. in the relationship and uh, because our hope with this podcast oh no, podca this episode Sip is series, actually yeah. to 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 maybe create Stimulate, some yeah. curio curiosity about your own uh, attachment style and mm. understanding how it is connected to the way we react in the in the yeah. you know in the marriage so because a, a lot of us yeah. uh, I, I know for myself yeah. for myself that uh, I've struggled many years with this balance between like well, I know this is not going to sound good maybe in your ears or it's too, you know, emotional or something. So I just, you know, and then I'm just like the brave guy who's not too vulnerable or whatever. Mm. But then it, it, it backfires because mm. maybe six months or uh, two weeks or whatever into it, it's like I, d I can't like handle this, mm. uh, you know, or it's not working for me mm. that I suppress and then we get into argument and then you know dragging up the past mm. and i think we all we in have some, in some sense we we fluctuate between these different kinds of patterns, patterns. because the reality is that w that we learn our parent patterns attachment attachment parents from first of all two parents mm. that might have two different kinds of patterns mm. Second of all, we are influenced by a lot of other peoples, by siblings. We might be influenced mm. by siblings, by um, if you uh, went to preschool or mm. kindergarten, you are influenced daycare. by also the day daycare. Mm. So we are constantly influenced by the people that affect us when we grow up. They all leave some kind of uh, pattern in us. Mm. So we have, we, yeah, so we can fluctuate between, mm. even though we, the findings do tell us that we do have one particular mm. pattern that is dominant more is pattern. is more dominant within us, mm. all of us, uh, okay. in some sense, and that takes over, especially when we are very distressed and very stressed. Mm. And that and then there's the the pattern. Uh, then we fall back to we the fall back to the default, mm. um, and okay. and that is uh, actually closely related with the. The, the 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 relationship that we had with our primary care caregiver mm. who is uh, our mother mm. so yeah okay. it, 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 the mother does have a central role mm. or the primary caregiver and, mm. and this is of course mostly women or uh, uh, mothers who mm. who has this uh, role yeah, in the I child's can, I can uh, imagine yeah. that if you uh, especially for children who go into daycare in a very early age like you know six months here in Denmark yeah, can be even more early. nine I think the average is like eight or nine months yeah. here in Denmark but beforehand it could be even earlier your like uh, your mother mentioned that your big brother was um, in daycare already when he was three months old so mm. I think back in the 60s or 70s yes, there yes. were different kinds of um, mm. uh, of course if you were working you had to work you had to deliver your child mm. to, to they, they didn't have the maternity the leave, leave uh, that we have today no but uh, but actually both my brother and I we were in private daycare mm. so it was just one person yeah. but i mean but if, if they you can affect uh, I, uh, yeah yeah but i mean if you go to a like a what's public daycare called mm. uh, Vogestu, anyway mm. Mm. you know where you have multiple 
caregivers. Mm. So, yeah. so imagine if you're there and you're very young, yeah, like and always meeting 10 months, a new yeah, and uh, different people. Caregiver, so it's yeah. very interesting how this can mm. influence. It but brings up a lot of questions about the whole system of caregiving. Mm. Uh, also, it had created a lot daycare of debate so in, in Denmark, uh, mm. daycare. And, but of course, th we can go into it when we talk about the societal impact uh, yes, on, yes. on, the, on yes. our uh, development. Yes, so, so uh, the third one. Yeah, the, th the third one, we, we said it was called the anxious or mm. the preoccupied. It's mm. the kind of like uh, two sides of the one coin. Mm. And the reaction pattern for the child in strange strange situation is when the, the they go into the room. Mm. Generally speaking, also this, these children uh, are more slow to go out and... Uh, explore the room. Yeah, they're not so... No, of course, if, if it's a new place, they're more like... Uh, they're more hesitant. Uh, hesitant or mm. more, you know, uh, anxious mm. uh, about trying out new things. And they would mostly like to stay with their parent. Um, parent. Mm. Uh, kind of have like a clingy, clinging, clingy mm. uh, uh, pattern. Mm. Uh, but when the mother go out, goes out of the mm. room, they start crying. Yes. And that, in that sense, they they uh, they uh, are resemble the secure children. Mm. Cause the secure children also cry and, mm. and reach out for their parents and and need comfort and so on. But the, the difference between the secure and the uh, anxious child is that when the mother comes back mm. after a short period, the the child uh, is of course the mother tries to comfort the child and, mm. and you know uh, tries yeah. to distract it and and and, and soothe it, mm. but it, 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 she's not successful at it. Mm. The child keeps she's on not crying. Able to no, she's comfort. not. Uh, yeah, the, the child loses completely interest. Uh, for the the room, they mm. they stay with their mother crying and really not exploring anything mm. uh, for the rest of the experiment. So, mm. and and what is uh, the the general uh, pattern yeah. explanation behind this when it comes to the mother and, and the, the child? child? Yeah, well, um, most uh, most of the time, or you can say this pattern comes from from the the mother being preoccupied herself or anxious herself mm. uh, and and uh, not being uh, really uh, effective at uh, dealing with her own affects or mm. her own emotions if uh, the child cries or uh, has shows any signs of needs uh, she she will generally or the parent will generally be not so effective at calming themselves down and then mm. there are after calming the the child they okay. they get uh, anxious they don't know how to react maybe mm. they even misjudge the child's um, like uh, reasons uh, or reasons intentions. or they, they're not really in tune with what's going on mm. so the the thing with this attachment is that sometimes it works mm. sometimes the child uh, gets this sensitivity and reaction mm. and sometimes it doesn't so it's like the child doesn't know when to actually feel secure so that's why it keeps it's like this button it keeps uh, pressing on this button because uh, it, it, it the experience it has is that sometimes it it does it's working it, it's sometimes. working sometimes it's, it's not working so the, mm. the mother is highly attuned but maybe over overly attuned mm. to the child in a sense, in a way that makes it uh, harder for her for uh, for her to actually uh, calm herself down and, mm. and calm the, the child down. Yeah, so, so, so it's 
it's important that the parent has the, the ability to calm themselves down yeah or else uh, they will uh, not uh, be clear on to you know they, they, they will have they will have difficulty uh, reading the child's needs mm. and maybe even overreacting that's also another uh, aspect of this the mm. overreacting to to small things and and generally being more anxious about mm. letting the children try new things and, yeah, yeah. and always you know um, being anxious themselves that mm. it, it, it's like it's it's an attachment style that you uh, you teach on, you your child, on. yeah. You teach them that the world is unpredictable because mm. they are unpredictable themselves. Mm. In the their parent, the parents are mm. unpredictable themselves. For the child, they can't predict when, when is it? When uh, is she available to mm. me? When is she not available to me? Because okay. sometimes they are uh, overly, as I said, mm. as I invested or, or mm. you know, not being able to calm themselves down. Okay. Yes, it, it doesn't and make sense in, in some way. Yeah. And also, if you can tie this up to the the couple, the, the couple, yeah. Mm. That's generally speaking, uh, if we maybe use some of the motifs we see in culture and movies and, mm. and so on. Generally speaking, we we have this role played by women a lot that they are overly needy or mm. you know just not not feeling um, secure in their. Uh, attachment to their husband maybe demanding mm. too much and, and the opposite is said about men being mm. you know distant too and, distant and, too distant and, and uh, complaining that their wives are too clingy or mm. too demanding and they are trying their best to show affection but th it's like mm. it's not it's never enough because mm. there's a deep insecurity within themselves mm. that uh, they really can't have um, contained or, or satisfied in the relationships because okay. it's, it's always uh, it's like never a never-ending hole yeah you know you can yeah. keep filling yeah. without with never up yeah with a, yeah it's a bottomless and, and pit it, bottomless pit yes yeah. and it's like a an a evil circle or yes. what do you call it yeah 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 um okay and the fourth one because we have to wrap up yeah we have to wrap up well the fourth one we can just maybe uh, wrap it up uh, rapidly and, and talk about the, the pattern is that when the what, what it's called it's the called the disorganized the disorganized uh, attachment maybe pattern. we could start up by saying that um, the main difference between this attachment style mm -hmm. is that uh, it doesn't have a clear strategy mm. even though it's insecure like the two uh, that we just mentioned mm -hmm. it doesn't have a strategy for how to uh, to stay attached because mm. the this the um, the preoccupied child or the anxious child mm. its strategy is to keep on latching mm. because uh, at some point it will hit bonus mm. and the the strategy of the, dis the avoidant child is to to keep shutting down their feelings because that's the way they it's achieve the, uh, proximity exactly uh, but the, the disorganized child is—it's—it's um, it's a pattern that is—it's more rare mm. because it's—it's uh, morely—it's um, um, tied to tied to to very uh, heavy negligence and mm. uh, and abuse, uh, child abuse. Uh, okay. that we see uh, this pattern with the parents that are drug addicts and and highly maybe uh, ill psychologically mm. ill or. Unstable, uh, unstable, unstable completely and the child does not have uh, at all any organized way of uh, receiving this proximity oh. translating yeah. the, or understanding the 
it, yeah. So mm -hmm. the the pattern in this strange situation. Mm. Also, I can mention that this third, uh, fourth category wasn't wasn't clear in the beginning because it, first of all, it was not. It wasn't categorized. No, it wasn't categor categorized because. Um, there were m not many children showing these uh, mm. signs, but later on it became the more clear. You, the, the yeah, the more data you have, the yes. more that you can uh, see that this is not, it doesn't fit any of the three mm. uh, categories. So the way that the child uh, reacts in this situation is that uh, when the mother goes outside of the room, and when she comes back, that's that's what they say is actually the most meaningful moment is how does the child react mm. when the mother comes back? Because that's where the attachment uh, system kicks in. Uh, you s seek proximity to the one that uh, you is your, your attachment cat. figure. Yes. Uh, so this child neither uh, avoids nor uh, is anxious, mm. but it's it's it exhibits very bizarre uh, behavior mm. uh, it's like it seems like it's fearful of the parents but at the same time at the same time maybe uh, mm. approximating and then holding freezing mm. suddenly in the middle so of it's the this uh, it's very contradictory very contradictory and it doesn't make sense in it's it's kind of like when i read it it was like i got goosebumps because i just could imagine how this uh, completely random behavior from a small child mm. because it doesn't know how to react. It doesn't have a strategy for reacting. And, um, and the idea that I think describes this best is that uh, there are two s uh, different impulses in the child at the same time and mm. they can never resolve. It's kind of like an eternal dilemma mm. for the child because the very person that you are supposed to seek Depend security on, uh, with mm. is the very person that hurts you mm. and that, that actually scares you. Mm. Um, so it's like running to or from. What what do you do? It's like an, an eternal dilemma for this child. That that's why it's very destructive, mm. and and you can say that um, uh, people who uh, experience this kind of attachment is uh, oftentimes uh, are very disturbed and, and grow up and be very psychologically uh, um, fragile people. Mm. So yeah, that's that. Well. Maybe uh, just uh, to tie touch, it to the yeah, tie it to, to, to our own um, endeavor here. So why is it Im important to learn about? I think maybe it's it's not that it's important per se, but it's good to you know have this uh, pattern in mind because uh, oftentimes uh, it's tied to trauma, mm. and, and many people can have uh, some degree of trauma in mm. their childhood. Uh, and the definition of trauma is that something happens to you uh, that is so severe uh, when you're a child uh, that you really haven't integrated this part of mm. your past into your own understanding of your relationships. Mm. And that could be in relation to your parents, but it can also be in relation to other people mm. in your life that you can experience uh, uh, something um, traumatic. traumatic in your childhood that can actually affect you uh, later on in life because it trig when it's triggered, mm. it just creates a reaction that you really don't understand. Mm. So um, many people talk about, uh, and I've read that, that, that um, the disorganized pattern can actually occur even in the secure attachment. Mm. Uh, if there was something that happened uh, in the childhood that was not 
um, uh, completely resolved or integrated into the personality. So uh, it's relevant for us. Uh, I think all of us, if, if there's, we can see that we have some kind of issues that we really can't resolve, maybe to try to uh, get help to to uh, integrate these um, uh, memories or experiences into into the story of our life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, interesting. I just recently heard an example uh, about a couple who were seeking some counsel, mm -hmm. and it was very severe, bad. Uh, situation they were in, mm. but it was just I remember uh this uh when you were mentioning it now because the the husband said that he he sometimes hit the wife mm. he hit her he hit her mm. but he didn't like know why mm. it was like something completely like yeah, it's uh, triggered a, a reaction from him that he he wasn't able to to like uh, understand himself or decipher yeah. exactly and then but and then he 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 uh, this was, uh, you know, I from a, from someone I knew who mm. was uh, who got this, uh, you know, uh, information. Mm. So it's not myself who was like counseling, but mm. but but he he was he experienced some severe traumatic uh, or uh, violent abuse in his own. Uh, Childhood. Uh, childhood and uh, at one point uh, it was like mentioned that he was he was uh, I just because a lot of people are you know uh, unfortunately are hit mm. in uh, in mm. in in relationships uh, in in some families a lot of people <laughs> well, you're well the one yeah well not a lot of well, well uh, when I mean a lot I it's mean maybe it's, it's a know. problem that we uh, we can also tie it back to um, uh, it's it's not so uncommon maybe in the Muslim countries. Yes. Yeah. And we can go uh, into that. Yeah, but we can. Yeah. But what struck me was that mm. it it was mentioned that he was he was thrown out the window by his own parent when he was wow. young, yeah. and it wasn't of course like a five story building. They lived like on the first floor. So, mm. but, but I mean, when you mentioned this, that this uh, conflicting feeling that the, the one that should take care of you, the one should, uh, should comfort, comfort you and so on, mm. also is the one inflicting pain mm. and causing trauma and mm. insecurity. Yeah. Uh, and and I, because when I heard it, because I, at the beginning I was like, this is, that's so weird to say in a, in a counseling session that you don't know what happens when you hit your wife. It's mm. like, come on, you, you need to be uh, more like uh, you know you have to go dig deeper mm. but it makes sense when i heard this especially like i said this with throwing out of the window because yeah. okay like you said unfortunately uh, it's not uncommon in especially in in some cultures in the islamic parts of the world that that hitting you know yeah uh, is is used but but uh, but this isn't normal that you throw someone out of a, a window. It's it's like it's just next level, or it's not one next mm. level. It's many levels. And then I just thought about it uh, when it comes to this, uh, the 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 final um, uh, attachment pattern, the, mm. the the disorganized one. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Um, I think we have to wrap up. Uh, yeah. We we went uh, through all four. 
attachment uh, patterns. Uh, I think it's very uh, interesting because when you're talking and explaining, I feel that all of them in some way, you know, I, I can see myself in all of them. Mm. And like you said, it's not, it's not like you're one category or the other. Mm. It's we have like different percentages or, uh, you know, uh, maybe one is dominant, but mm. we, all, we have all traits of all of them in us. Mm. And exactly. especially this yeah. part with trying to use it uh, when we want to understand ourselves in the in the couple because mm -hmm. that's often there we have we experience also pressure and stress and, mm. and so on so um, so thank you for uh, taking us through those You're um, yeah. and, uh, and, and uh, of course I feel like there are so many other things that we can talk about and mention and, and draw uh, you know discuss also because how how do we understand these things and, ha and how do they make sense make sense in our own uh, reality as you said because mm. um, we can all identify more or less with with the different kinds of patterns because they're like the repertoire that we have exactly. um, uh, and also because we are influenced by a lot of people in our lives and not just one person uh, being our mother or father. Mm. So yeah, that's it's a very interesting um, discussion and I really look forward to, to talking about the next stage of this um, uh, theory, mm. which is mentalizing, because then th there I, can, I think we can dive a little more deep into what happens exactly uh, in the relationship. Yeah, and how can we catch ourselves in our own mm. process of uh, being in a relationship, being understanding or dismissive or mm. anxious or disorganized okay. in, in, in all these different, yeah, different situations. Facets, or yeah. Mm. Well, so, yeah. we'll be looking forward to that. Inshallah. And, uh, inshallah. Mm. and uh, of course, as always, we would uh, uh, urge everyone to uh, to share and to like and to comment of course if you find it found it interesting mm. um, so um, so that's uh, yeah. uh, inshallah until next time we'll talk yes. to you soon talk again talk again yeah talk again inshallah yes inshallah assalamu alaikum <laughs>